Hello, what you are about to hear is the remastering of the original book one, Tales of Eldalorn prologue. My goal is to remaster all the episodes, but 80 episodes later, that would be kind of a large task. And we've got season four to look forward to, so I don't want to get too tangled up in it. But since the words were rewritten, I hope you enjoy prologue, Tales of Eldalorn by Carly Bond. Welcome. You have found your way into the kingdom of Angheli. My name is Carly Bon. I am here to read for you this dark and romantic alpha novella. This book is the first in the Tales of Eldalorn podcast. The path will not be easy. It is wrought with danger. If you get scared, you can hold my hand. This story is not for the faint of heart. Don't say I didn't warn you, okay? Here we go. Anthon Unarn Henpen Vane at Lilith, near Melathangan, Lendathestel. The translation is. I give you this story of laughter and tears, heartfelt love, and a journey of hope. Prologue Branches like dry fingers thrust upward beyond the remaining thin cover of green. They rattled like skeletal bones, grasping for a final breath from silvery clouds that slowly drifted by in the evening light. Thendiel Kingsaver was there. She was visiting the sacred pools and gardens of Ilian Henny for the last time. She came to say goodbye and to afford what comfort she could offer. The giant moss-covered corpses of the once majestic sentinel trees hung silent, waiting for the final collapse. Thendiel could hear only a faint whisper of their heart's song as she ran loving hands over crumbling bark and limb to ease their passing. I am with you, she gently assured them, as the sting of tears stabbed into her nose and eyes. Tears fell, as much for her own loss of time as theirs. Goodbye. My dearest friends, too soon all that is left of us are the old poems. Thendiel cried helplessly as one by one the last voice went silent. Ilian Henny still showed signs of the splendid majesty it once knew, despite the creeping devastation. It was a place where Thendil's clan had celebrated the season's passing for thousands of years. The tallest waterfall could be seen in the light of day pouring down like the spout of a giant ewer from the upper precipice of the high cliffs to the east. Stately Malorn trees crowded together near the lower pool. They towered a grand eighty feet into an array of mossy umbrellas. The constant spray of the waterfall kept them alive. 
They were the last of the dark green that dotted the garden. Fendil was only an elfling when the king spoke here long ago. So much had happened since those simpler times. Turning away, she headed back home over the narrow old footbridge that spanned the thick flowing tributary below. Thendiel had heard rumors that the Edelith from all across the mortal realm were migrating back to their undying lands of Ilmatar. She was shocked to find out that everyone in the Etenfalas kingdom had already left. She felt the call some time ago, but she willed herself to stay here for the sake of her sons. Her decision came with a constant struggle against a growing pain that tore at her. Thendil's life had stretched so thin she was now being forced to leave the mortal realm or lose her existence entirely to the true death. If that happened, she would eternally be separated from her kin and her sons and never reborn, as is the way of Edeleth, who find rest in their lords. I hope they can understand what I have done. It is my fault that I find myself so frail. They are both still too young. Thendil's brow furrowed into permanent worried lines, but even that gave her not the strength to tell them. Never was it right to have to tell them. She angrily snarled, shaking off the shame of lost moments. I do not have time for regrets now. Thendil quickened her pace across the long span that led back to Eldalorn. The full moon glinted in an oval pool alive on the water below. The light sparkling through her long silvery hair made her seem ghostly as it waved in the warm breeze. Night creatures waking up from the shadows danced and played on the water far below. The sharp buzz of a fat june beetle tickled her ear as it tumbled past in the moist warm air. Thendil almost smiled. She could not remember how long it had been since she last felt like smiling. She stopped and turned as she stepped off the bridge, savoring the tapestry of scents and sounds that filled the air of her homeland. This time she could not stop the sting as it welled up in her eyes. I must be strong for the sake of them. Tomorrow the horses will carry me. Fendiel broke into great heaving sobs. Her long hair tangled over her face as she clung to the bridge support. I must not fail now, she choked through a flood of tears. Where are the wizards when you need them? Fendiel spat, disappointed at their glaring absence. King Elinduil vowed he would not fail me in his promise, and he has proved himself true thus far. Fendiel knew that her king was sending the guard to carry her to the ships in her dire condition. She had tarried too long in asking for help. She sniffed, letting out a deep breath. Thendiel instinctively put her hand up by her heart, making sure the amulet that always hung there was not lost. A cloud broke, dripping warm, rain-like tears. The sound of it pattered down through the forest. Wiping her face on a damp sleeve, Thendiel quickly turned away, heading home on the old stone path. Her thoughts of him brought her mind into the past as she remembered her life in this place.
This story is dedicated to those souls kept separated by time and circumstances, and to Mom for telling me I have a good imagination, rather than crazy when she found me talking to the chickens at age nine. Thank you for listening. You can join me in more adventures if you press the follow button. I will personally send you a new episode every Thursday so you can hear the rest of the story. You have just a great day. And as the elves would say, Galoo.